While stopped at a traffic light, the sound of music manages to come through your closed window. It's a song that you know and like. You look at the car beside you, but the song is not emanating from there. It doesn't really matter. You start singing out loud and drumming on the steering wheel to the beat of the music. As the car, with the music, passes you by and the music fades, you still have the song in your head. What was the name of it? What was the name of that song? You know the lyrics, but you can't place it. Now, if you're anything like me, it will drive you crazy trying to remember the song title. Two o'clock in the morning comes to you. Now I have to find the music and I have to play it. This is the kind of thing that happens to me so often. I guess that is just one of the drawbacks of being an all-around musical fanatic. You are listening to 45 to 33 Inside the Music. Welcome. I'm your host, Anthony. This podcast is dedicated to the music, music trivia, my thoughts on various songs, bands, and other musical insights. I will be looking at several genres of music, the styles of R&B, rock and roll, country and western, jazz, and so much more will be explored. We will take a deep dive into some of the well-worn classic albums. And who knows, maybe the odd guest or two might just stop by. To the best of my knowledge and research, I believe that the information I share with you is correct. In all honesty, some of the material are part of my memories that I've stored up for over 40 years. I have found additional sources of information in books, liner notes, jacket covers, news articles, interviews, various internet sites, and not to mention the band's own website. So now I just want to ask you a few musical trivia questions. So get pen and paper together and we'll see how much you really know about music. Now, here are the rules. Listen carefully to the questions before answering. There is no cheating, no using Google, and no asking a friend or family member to help. These questions are all in fun and sometimes knowledge. Let's see how well you do. I'll be sure to give you the answers at the end of the show. So let's dive into it. Question number one. What is the first name of the Canadian singer known as Del Bello? Question number two. In the 1982 film Fast Times at Ridgemont High, there was an attractive blonde woman driving around in a Corvette. Which rock guitarist played her? Question number three. Where did the group, the Tragically Hip, get their name from? I don't like being too looked up at or too looked down on. I prefer meeting in the middle to being worshipped or spat out. Singer-songwriter Joni Mitchell How many times do you find yourself singing aloud to song and then you realize you can't remember the title? Sometimes it's just a faulty memory. At other times it's because the song title is not reflected in the lyrics. Most songs, most good songs, have a chorus that mentions the title in it. For some reason, songwriters want to make it harder to remember the title. Perhaps they think the unusual title will be more intriguing. For the most part, it is just plain confusing. Songwriters are entitled to call a song whatever they wish, so long as we understand where the name comes from. So these artists have my admiration for their inventive minds. So here are just a few song titles that just do not appear in the lyrics. White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane in 1967. White Rabbit is a song written by the lead singer of the rock band Jefferson Airplane, Ray Slick. The song was from their album titled Surrealistic Pillow. Now that is a name you're bound to remember. All that aside, the tune is based on the imagery from the book Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. As you will remember, it was the White Rabbit who starts it all and leads Alice throughout Wonderland. Now the words White and Rabbit are mentioned in the song, but never together. 
The lyrics go like this. If you go chasing rabbits and you know you're going to fall, tell them a hookah-smoking caterpillar has given you the call. Call Alice when she is small. Even with no mention of the title in the song, it still ends up peaking at number 8 on Billboard's Hot 100. Elderly Woman Behind a Counter in a Small Town by Pearl Jam in 1993. It was pointed out to me that the band Pearl Jam mostly used one-word titles. Then I came across Pearl Jam's Elderly Woman Behind a Counter in a Small Town. Despite the title, this is a beautiful song about reflecting on memories and old age. These are the thoughts that cross the mind of the elderly woman behind the counter. This happens when a customer comes into the store with a familiar face that you cannot quite place. Now, after listening to the song a few times, I just assumed the title would be Hearts and Thoughts, as these are the words that are repeated throughout the chorus. Chorus goes like this. I changed by not changing at all. Small town predicts my fate. Perhaps that's what no one wants to see. I just want to scream hello. My God, it's been so long. I never dreamed you'd return. But now here you are, and here I am. Hearts and thoughts, they fade away. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade away. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade away. The only remnants of the title are just these two words. Small town. Baba O'Reilly by The Who in 1971. Some of you may be asking yourself, who is Baba O'Reilly and why do I care? The song was produced by the band The Who. These days, the group seems to be best known more for the theme song for the police drama CSI. The song Who Are You has found a whole new audience. Some time ago, I actually heard someone ask if the band had ever produced any other song. The short answer is yes. In 1971, the single Baba O'Reilly was released. When the song came out, parents thought it was far too desolate for their kids. Of course, that made it more appealing to teens. Many would rush to the record shops asking for that song called Teenage Wasteland. They called it this because it was the phrase most heard in the song. The lyrics go like this. Sally, take my hand. We'll travel south across land. Put out the fire and don't look past my shoulder. Exodus is here. The happy ones are near. Let's get together before we get much older. Teenage Wasteland. It's only Teenage Wasteland. Teenage Wasteland. Oh yeah. Teenage Wasteland, they're all wasted. Townsend has said that the song is about absolute desolation of teenagers at Woodstock, where audience members were strung out on acid and 20 people had brain damage. As for the title, Baba O'Reilly, it comes from the name of two men Townsend admired, Maher Baba, an Iranian spiritual master, and Terry Riley, an American composer. Now, I don't see how these two names have any reference to the actual song. If it is any consolation, the tune's original working title was Teenage Wasteland. Even with this misleading title, the song still made it all the way to the top 20 charts. The tune is listed on the Rolling Stones' 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. By the way, the song Baba O'Reilly was actually a part of the shelved rock opera by Pete Townsend called Lifehouse Chronicles. Space Oddity by David Bowie in 1972. The title is really a jumping off spot or takeoff point for the lyrics of the song. While the title of the song is never mentioned, it certainly has a great opening lyric. Ground control to Major Tom. This line starts us on our journey to outer space. Thus begins one of David Bowie's first hits. 
The tune is about an astronaut exploring the outer limits of space, though many have speculated it's actually about a drug overdose. The title both provides context for the world of the song and is a play on the title of the film 2001 A Space Odyssey, released the previous year. The song has since taken on a life of its own as a cult classic in films and television. It was the first ever viral video from space. Astronaut Chris Hatfield covered it while aboard the International Space Station. The single would reach number 15 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, becoming David Bowie's first hit single in the U.S. In Canada, it reached number 16. On March 3rd, 1972, Elton John released his song, Rocket Man. I think it's going to be a long, long time. And it was released as a single. A few years earlier, on July 11th, 1969, David Bowie's first released Space Oddity, and he would later have it reissued in 1972. With the release of Rocketman, many Bowie fans took offense that Elton John should jump on the space bandwagon riding on Bowie's coattails. But as we all know, they would both find their space on the radios just about everywhere. I've always thought that Space Oddity would be better suited as a title for an instrumental song. Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35, by Bob Dylan. This 1966 song is a perfect example of a misleading title. Now, what does the title suggest to you? Women in the rain? Maybe it's the 12th day or the 35th day of rain. What the heck does number 12 and 35 have to do with anything? Perhaps this is a reference to a recording session number. Rainy days or women are not even mentioned anywhere in the song. Whatever the reference is, it's totally lost on the listener. Now here are the lyrics. Well, they'll stone you when you're walking on the street. They'll stone you when you're trying to keep your seat. They'll stone you when you're walking on the floor. They'll stone you when you're walking to the door. But I would not feel so all alone. Everybody must get stoned. Well, there you are. Classic Bob Dylan style. Now, the biggest line in the song seems to be the start of every line. They'll stone you. Now, why didn't he just call it that instead? I can only assume that the mere mention of getting stoned might not have gone over well with general public. Now, don't get me wrong, I think this is one of his best songs. I just can't remember the actual title most of the time. The song went on to be a top 10 hit for Dylan, one of only a few top 10s in his career. Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit in 1991. Group Nirvana is widely recognized as one of the early grunge bands out of Seattle, along with other groups such as Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and Alice in Chains in the 1990s. The song was released as their first single from the band's second album, Nevermind. The track would be the band's first number one hit. Now, let's look at the title of the song, Smells Like Teen Spirit. What kind of an image does that bring to your mind? The smelly underarms of teens. Not a very enticing image, is it? Even with its ill-fitting title, the song still managed to resonate with teens. Now here are a few of the lyrics. Load up on guns, bring your friends. It's fun to lose and to pretend. She's overboard and self-assured. Oh no, I know a dirty word. Hello, 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 how low? Hello, 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 how low? Hello, 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 how low? Hello, hello, hello. And hello goes on for several more lines. Not the most brilliant lyrics, as you can see. As you will notice, there's still no mention of teens smelling. 
Smells Like Teen Spirit was Nirvana's first and biggest hit, reaching number 6 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Smells Like Nirvana by Weird Al Yankovic Still on the subject of Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit, a year later, Weird Al Yankovic, the accordion-playing satirist, would release his own parody version titled Smells Like Nirvana. In keeping with the silliness that is Weird Al Yankovic, this is another great parody version of the original. It goes something like this. Well, we don't sound like Madonna. Here we are now. We're Nirvana. Sing distinctly. We don't wanna buy our album. We're Nirvana. A garage band from Seattle. Well, it sure beats raising cattle. Yeah. While the name Nirvana is mentioned, there's still no sign of teen smelling or the smell of Nirvana. Song charted at number 35 on the Billboard Hot 100. Standing outside a broken telephone booth with money in my hand by Primitive Radio Gods in 1996. To say that this title is long would be an understatement. Now keep in mind this is the title of their debut single. Maybe they wanted a memorable title, but that is a huge mouthful for any DJ to say. The song was on the soundtrack for The Cable Guy, as well as on their first album, Rocket. I feel it's necessary to mention that the opening line is a vocal sample from B.B. King's song. The line is, I've been downhearted, baby. The rest of the lyrics are, Am I alive or thoughts that drift away? Does summer come for everyone? Can humans do what prophets say? If I die before I learn to speak, can money pay for all the days I lived awake but half asleep? Doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. And there's still more of those doo-doos. While the accompanying video does display a young man outside a telephone booth, and presumably with money in his pocket, there is still no mention of its title in the lyric. In spite of its exceedingly long title, the song peaked at number one on both the Billboard Rock tracks and the Adult Alternative Songs chart. It even made it onto the Hot 100 chart, coming in at number 10. And now, here are the answers to questions I posed earlier. Question number one. What songwriter do all these songs have in common? Pat Banatar's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, Paul Carrick's Don't Shed a Tear, and the Dewey Brothers' Doctor. Answer, Canadian singer-songwriter Eddie Schwartz. Question number two. For being known as Paul Revere and the Raiders, what was the group's previous name? The Downbeats. Question number three. What song did the following list of singers and bands release as cover versions? Here are the names. Carol King, Little Eva, and Grand Funk Railroad. Answer, The Locomotion. Here we are again at the end. I hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as I did producing it. I thank you for listening. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends and family members. So join me again as I take a deeper look at some of the songs and artists on 45 to 33 Inside the Music. As ever, the music for this podcast is written and performed by the man I call the hardest working man in music, David O'Hearn. Thank you, David, for sharing your talents. If you would like to hear more music by David O'Hearn, please visit him on his website at played.ca. That's P-L-A-Y-D dot C-A. Or check him out on SoundCloud. And remember, when there's nothing else, there's always music. Music.